0: hey valley sports talk fans eric sortson here back with another kid that's Valley sports talk episode quarantine edition we got john and sammy joining us here in just a minute uh we just you know we need to get together and talk a little sports a little bit how we've gotten through this thing totally excited about this episode so just something to relax and forget about some of the struggles in life right now and just talk and have a little fun and john wraps things up with some pretty funny stories so let's bring on john let's bring on sammy luke will be joining us next week i hope he had a little bit of a He had a big day ahead of him that we'll talk about here a little bit. So let's get some Austin Jenks rolling here, and let's bring on these two guys for another episode. Hey, Valley Sports Talk fans. We're back with our quarantine episode. We are with Sammy Henderson, John Gouda on Zoom. Uh, you guys can't see us right now, but we look really good right now. I think so. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, fellas.
1: You know, you, look, you look. Yeah, you say we look good, but I will fully admit to putting on the quarantine fifteen. So, um, I mean, you guys look like you're in playing shape here, but uh, not me. So, thanks for lying and saying I look good.
0: You look great. Uh, I have like lost ten pounds, and no joke, seriously. Because I haven't stopped working because I'm a farmer. And it's been nonstop, and I can't leave at two o'clock every day to go to baseball practice. So I've actually had to work full days. And it's been, I'm actually really enjoying being on the podcast right now with you guys. I'm not out digging ditch. How
1: long, how long has it been? It's been, what, well, today's the 21st? So it's been, what, four or five weeks at least, right? You're at least a month? At least. Yeah.
0: Let me look up our, uh, I'm going to have to look it up here, but I'll go get to that. But, uh, that I just feel like I and you know, I got to see you guys' faces for the first time in a long time on the on the Zoom call. It's nice.
2: I've driven yes, past Country Farms a couple times. I wave it every time. Um, I have waved uh,
1: every every time I've driven by, and and uh, I'd like everybody to know that uh, Sammy, you are rocking the playoff beard. Definitely,
2: <laughs> it's the disaster beard. That's what it is. Yeah, beard. Well, are you gonna? Are you like waiting
0: for baseball to come back before you shave it?
2: No, I'm waiting for the barber shops to open up because I don't trust myself to get it done. You it, it would have to go.
0: Well, like I'm, I'm showing you guys on the video. My hair is yeah. the longest it's ever been in my life. Yeah. Like I'm getting close to the rooster tail in the back. It's kind of I need to get <laughs> shaved. <laughs> uh, the it was March thirteenth was the last time we were all together recording. So, so that's
1: yeah. legit five weeks, right? Plus yeah. five yeah. plus week.
0: It's sad. Uh, you know, and back then we had hope that things were going to open up and we were going to get to play some baseball and softball and some track this year. But then, uh, a couple weeks ago, it got, uh, I was actually, I, I was on a tractor and I got a text message from someone saying, Hey, uh, in about two hours, they're going to cancel school and our seasons are going to get canceled. And it just, <laughs> I felt bad that now I was in a state of depression for about three days.
2: I was going to ask, what was, what was your process? Uh,
0: I watched it on the phone. I watched the interview on the phone in the field and I just, I was numb. I don't know. It felt so weird. I just, it's just such so unknown and so new that we just don't know what the heck's going on. And, and I've never had to. Right. Ex- I,
1: think, I think if I remember correctly, the, um, the text thread that, that, that we all have going on, uh, I think you kind of used it to be quite honest with you. You kind of used it for pre therapy mm-hmm. and uh, just kind of purging out some feeling. I, I felt really bad. One for you. But two for just everybody. Um, you know, you look forward to so much stuff, and and then it just doesn't happen. So it's totally cliche, but that cliche totally makes sense. You never know when it's going to be your last game, and um, I mean, really, you truly never know.
0: Yeah, I mean, and who? Can, I've been looking at, I've been looking in the book. No, uh, oh, I had it here. It's it's the Ron Polk from Mississippi State, and it says the coaching bible, basically the things about that thick. I can't find the chapter that says deal with national pandemic. I, I've been looking everywhere, but that's, there's nowhere to find it.
2: Yeah, you and everyone else in this country. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Well, that's just it. And we're, we're on – it's uh, April 21st um, right now, and I hear there's going to be a press conference. I know it's not sports-related, but I know that Inslee's coming out, and people are starting to rebel, and things are going to slowly open up. But, gosh, is this what a weird – and these times, it's, it's take advantage of what you can. And luckily, we we're able to spend some time with the family. And and uh, I don't know. It's just, there's you a loss know, for words.
1: That is, the, that's the, uh, you know, you try to find the silver lining to everything. And I jokingly said how I gained the quarantine 15. It wasn't 15. It was probably like 13, right? <laughs> so quite an exaggeration. But so, you know, uh, my youngest daughter, Adeline, she has, uh, zoom PE, you know, online PE with uh, coach Frank Wood there and in Kittitas. And, and, uh, so I was like, okay, since I'm home with you, let's, uh, let's do PE together. And she is whooping on me. Um, so we're doing, we're doing squats, lunges, pushups, sit-ups, planks, by the way, planks are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're doing, uh, laps around the track. We're doing like sprinting stuff and man I'm not an athlete and she's she is whooping on me and uh so just like you talk about like hanging out with family and spending time with family um it's great except for that one hour a day where my (laughs) my 12 year old turns into a tyrant and uh you know, timing me and writing things down and saying how I should be better. And I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, okay, you know, thanks.
0: So so anyway. coach woods kicking your butt basically is what you're saying.
1: Coach woods kicking my butt. And there I've your been daughters, some other people. Yeah. Yeah. Getting in the room there. People, I'll cordially invite you guys to, uh, to work out with us around seven o'clock today. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to commit to it uh, vocally because, well, I just don't want to be disappointed that it's just going to be me being horse-whipped at about seven o'clock tonight.
2: So that's the same time that Jeopardy comes on, right? Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, whatever excuse you want to use, Sammy. Yeah, I'll, I'll
1: accept it.
0: <laughs> that's like I could see you being a good Jeopardy guy. I might have to join you. if John's trying to get me to go work out with him. I'm going to go join right. Jeopardy with Sammy. So you know there there is a before we get to a serious topic. I guess uh, I I I know Luke. Must need to. He needs to get himself a new agent because he's losing the battle between the swimsuit cover issues, and that's why he's not here right now. John still has months uh, march through whatever, and Luke still wants July. And I'm like, hey, you get a better agent. Scott Boris needs to get a phone call. She
2: might need a better two piece. <laughs> uh, but but it's all
0: <laughs> all joking aside, Luke just got himself a new dog, and he's taking care of that, and. You need to pray for Luke because that dog's about to be huge from the breeding that I saw the the text thread.
1: Yeah, what do you say, Bernese Mountain Dog or Saint Bernard or mix? I mean, together that is going to be giant.
0: Yeah, it looked pretty cute though. I I, I, well, maybe we'll get Luke to share it on the Twitter and the Facebook for us. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Uh,
0: So you know, I guess, and we didn't plan for anything. If this seems so totally unorganized, it's because it's quarantine issue, and we can be unorganized.
1: We've been—I've totally interrupted you. We've been so out of practice. We gotta give props to Fitterer's Furniture. Absolutely. (laughs) You know what? One and and I—the reason why I bring that up—one is they've been a great sponsor uh, from pretty much day one. But I'll tell you um, what—they helped me out because I had to buy a bed frame because we had a bed frame break in in our in our house and. Which is probably part of the quarantine fifteen that I talked about, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we called them. They they helped us out, and and they had a bed frame uh, ready for us. And so, I mean, I I have a story uh, to go along with Fitterers about the bed frame, but really just a shout out. We're not we're kind of unorganized, but no, we're just we're just blazing a new path today.
0: I could go so, so many places yeah. with that, John, but I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah. But thank you, Fitters Furniture. Gosh. I feel bad because we haven't been able to give them some shout outs lately, but it's, I think they're going through the same thing everybody else. I don't know if they're open back up yet.
1: They were open for emergencies. I think they are an essential business from an emergency standpoint, and um, I needed a bed frame. Absolutely. That was emergency enough for Brad to deliver it to me. So
0: That's awesome. Uh, they, they're they yeah. just out saving They're saving people in a time of need, and that's just another reason to go see Fitterers, give them a call yeah. on the corner of 4th and Main. Maybe it's a phone call. We'll be able to get the phone number before we hang up tonight on
1: this yeah. podcast. Sounds good. Yeah.
0: So I got to thinking about this with our very organized script we have today. And we got Sammy on here, who's, you know, SID wasn't SID. And the big problem that we have here is that the whole college, and that's not necessarily a problem, but it's cool that they got their year back and everybody got their year back for spring sports. But oh my goodness, what a backlog of players we're about to have in the NCAA, all college sports.
2: Yeah, a- absolutely. And you start to think about, you know, players, you got you got recruits coming in. You've already got your freshmen coming in, some walk-ons, some preferred walk-ons. So like you said, that, that roster space, and I haven't uh, heard or even looked into, like, what, what's that going to do for scholarship counts? You know, um, at Central, I'm sure that, you know, it's going to be tough to even fill any extra scholarships than you've already got. And so how does that work? Um, You know, where's that money coming from? Who's responsible for what? It's going to be interesting, but I I bet you see a lot of, there's going to be some cases that some seniors this year who got their year of eligibility who are asked not to come back. And that's going to be the most painful thing of it all, probably.
1: Well, and and doesn't
2: it, won't this
1: negatively affect? So, you know, Coach Renta uh, got the two D1 uh, drop downs, one from, Santa Clara and one from Fresno State, I believe, and so, so not only you got incoming freshmen, you got seniors that can stay uh, a year, and so I don't know if it affects basketball or not, but I mean, no, it didn't. Have, it was just it was just spring
2: sports, so just the, spring sports. So, yep, all the winter sports. So we're talking in, in at the college level: softball, baseball, track and field, which track and field's weird anyway, because you got the indoor out. You got some kids yeah. right there for six years and <laughs> they're still up two years of eligibility. It's weird. Uh, so those are the, the main ones, uh, you know, but what's also interesting at central, what about rugby? You know, it's a, they're not governed by anything uh, right. necessarily yet. And so, you know, how's that going to work? Cause they've got two big rugby programs down there as well. And so that it's a uh, hurdles that I'm sure uh, the administration still hasn't fully totally figured out yet as much as, they have to grant it, but uh, or they can grant it. But then again, coaches can, can say, you know, we're bringing in some freshmen. We got a couple of seniors from last year that are now being replaced by juniors from the previous year. So it's it's going to get messy, that's for sure. Right? Yeah. yeah I don't, Go ahead. I don't know what to expect. Um, but I am just concerned about, you know, Guys, that would
1: not have to worry about playing time. They're going to have to worry about it uh, this coming year. I'm concerned about the seniors who are granted another year of eligibility but really don't need to be in school anymore. I I don't know. uh, It's stuff that doesn't affect me as a fan, but as a sports fan, a local sports fan, I get
2: concerned about it.
0: Yeah, I just, I worry about the, uh, and I've already seen a few guys online that have committed to like a community college that were D1 going, but it just, it, you know, any I feel bad for the incoming freshmen uh, this year, seniors that are going in next year. And what kind of a backlog are they, they enter in right now? Absolutely. Because it's not like football where,
2: you know, actually, you know, getting that red shirt either, isn't about being, you know, it's, it's not bad. You want to have it, but there's a lot of sports where, uh, it's going to have
0: a huge impact. Right. Absolutely. Well, I and the other thing we could be fortunate about though, is that uh, this happened on the year. The Mariners were going to be really bad. <laughs> <They sound laughs> like losing out on a world championship run here.
2: You know, I, what I was thinking is somebody
1: brought this up on Twitter. Um, and made a good point. Cause if you remember last
2: year, Mariners started 13 and two. Um, and, uh, and they were relevant for, you know, a
1: couple of months, I guess you could say. So what if we don't play baseball, we don't start until August or something like that. I don't even like thinking about that, but what if?
2: And then what if the Mariners have a great start again? And they actually, can you imagine, we've been prepared for at least a year that this year was going
1: to be horrible. I'm
2: saying right now, World Series, right now. Right now. Mariners, World Series. If it's not that I have to do nothing 10 games, that's what I think.
0: <laughs> I better hope that the good guys don't show up from the teams we're playing that they said we're good for here. <laughs> I I am intrigued with how the sport or MLB could go. And, you know, you've seen all the, uh, the possibilities MLB's throwing out there. and I know there's been some rebuttal that, of uh, they're being quarantined away from their family for that many months at a time, but Man, I think it'd be kind of cool that for one year. I mean, it's so screwed up anyways, and everything's so weird that if we had one year of new divisions because of where they're at in the Arizona Cactus League, I let's let's make it interesting, something fun out of it. I mean, it's already a flaw. There's gonna be an asterisk on this year, no matter what. No matter what. So make it something. maybe we've won the, the first ever MLB cactus league and major league series or whatever. I don't know. I right. make something fun out of it. You know, I, I am kind of intrigued about playing doubleheader seven inning games.
2: Is that or one of the phone? The mm-hmm. And if they do have like a cactus or a pineapple league, would they
1: would they allow fans there, or is it too soon to tell? Because
0: I think it would all depend on how you know everything's going. But right now, it's like only the essentials are there: the players, coaches. <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, I don't even know if media gets to be involved. And there was talk about them, like the players weren't going to be in the dugout, they were going to be in the stands with so many chairs between each other, and then you get up and walk down and go to your on-bat. Are
2: you serious? No, it's, it's out. Uh, at some point, baseball's not going to feel like baseball if it conducts like that. It'll be really
0: hard. This yeah. is a conspiracy on Manfred's part, because this, this, they will have robot umpires during this thing, because they don't want the umpire leaning uh, over the catcher. Yeah,
2: I've heard all about that, and... It is. I'm I mean, once, once it starts, once you start with your items,
0: it's going to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, you could even have the umpire watching on TV and just making that, you know, he could be up in that announcer's booth with a TV playing and they wouldn't have to be on the field making calls throughout this whole thing.
2: Absolutely.
0: No real thoughts. No robots. I know. Luke, if you're listening, you can take your robot idea and <clears throat> anyways, we'll move on. Uh, so, but no, I just I'm missing it. And, and I know that there's uh big problems in the world and everybody's getting sick, but I just I don't see them like the high school season that's already been canceled and I just don't see things opening up. And this is just me. I am not assigned. This is just my personal opinion, because there's no way you should be taking hey, because Sorensen said this, and that's gonna be true because it's not. Uh but my my personal that's opinion. I uh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. But I just don't feel like we're going to get back to any sense of normalcy till there's either scientifically proven that it's oh this wasn't a big deal as we thought, or there's a vaccine to fix it. All
2: right. So getting back to normal, when how long will it be till we see a stadium full of people? I don't know. I, I have a feeling, even if they said tomorrow, you could have a stadium full of people there wouldn't be a stadium for the people. And that's what I feel. And so I think that even when things clear up, I think it's going to be, it's going to take some time to get back to it was. Well. Yeah. What's the
0: new normal going to be?
2: So yeah. by by that, you're
1: saying like, so I'll sell out at Seahawks Stadium because I don't get paid to stay CenturyLink Field, which I just mm-hmm. said. But I sell out at the Clink, it's like 68,000 people. So you're saying like only 34 can go?
2: I mean, I'm not saying that you're saying this, Sammy. But I mean, is that no, no, I'm i saying, saying that I think the majority of public wouldn't Jesus necessarily God. go. I think that there's a lot of people that wouldn't, wouldn't care, and flip flipped out, and I'd rather die in a 50-yard line, the fifty-yard line watching the Hawks throughout my house. Some, you know, but I think that there's going there to be a lot of people who sell season tickets and uh, people who try to and can't because uh, you know people maybe that they know to get people in, but I have a hard time seeing that as well. But you never know. Yeah, I'd like to say that, uh, I mean, I
1: I enjoy sports, but not at the, uh, if I'm not going to go to the Seahawks game, it's not because of coronavirus, it's because I don't have the thousand bucks it takes to get 50-yard <laughs> line seats. So, um I'm not a rich sports reporter like Luke, who's not here to defend himself right now.
0: Yeah, he's making a kill on yeah. that. His articles lately, if you haven't got a chance to check that out, his stories he's been doing have been a lot of fun to be a part of, or not be a part of, but to read.
2: Well, if we're going to reminisce about things, you know, the the article that Luke wrote about the uh, 2010
1: 2011 season, um, I think that ran, was it last week, I think? And, and, uh, some great memories, not the ending that we wanted, but just wonderful memories of that uh, year. Uh, I mean, you know, we were all kind of looking at the roster. What a, what an absolutely stacked roster of really good talent. And then really incredible chemistry. I just, um, yeah. So he's been, and you know, today's article about the coach who played at Thorpe one year and now is coaching over in Germany for the last decade or whatever it's been. And, um, has yeah, been pulling out on the stuff. I've been enjoying reading it.
0: Oh yeah, this is. I think they're the the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top here with uh, sports reporters from the last two months to until there's anything to be reported on.
2: It's been fun to. It's been fun to read the reminiscing kind of stories or or
1: the stories of what the heck are these people doing now and. Uh, uh, so yeah, I mean, sports reporters are definitely having to create their own beat right now and. Uh, so I just wish that we could legally golf and write about it um, <laughs> so that we could all be there. Absolutely. I promise I if you play golf with me, we'll really be six feet apart the entire time.
0: <laughs> our only paths are when I zigzag across the fairway. <laughs> uh, well, fellas, I'm going to put the producer hat on. We're going to take a quick break, let fitters have an ad, and then we'll be right back to talk about what we've been doing in our fun little wrap it up segment.
2: Your new sofa doesn't need to look like everybody else's new sofa. Let the professionals at Fitterers Furniture in Ellensburg help you design your own Bassett custom upholstered furniture. Your sofa, your way. Exactly what you had in mind when you started shopping because you took the short drive to visit Fitterers and found the furniture you've been looking for, along with great service and free delivery. Why wait? Fitterers Furniture in Ellensburg. Quality furniture since 1896. Check us out online, too. Fitterers. Fitterers.
0: Yep. All right, we're back with the second part of this podcast, guys. What has kept you entertained and gotten you and your families through till now?
2: Go ahead, Sammy. Yeah, we've uh, We've caught, Disney Plus has been a savior for our house. We've watched a lot of. We went through all the Avengers, Iron Man, uh, Captain America. We just started. We're finishing the last. Captain's uh, Pirates of the Caribbean tonight, and so that's been good. And uh, you know, besides that, uh, you know, we try to get outside, play a little basketball. My son's getting stronger, and sore, which is always good. You had a uh, lot of lot of walks. We get around the neighborhood, bring a football, randomly dressed a little weird, act a little weird, <laughs> try to get a little energy out. How about you, John? Yeah, the, uh,
1: uh, for me, uh, well, I've already mentioned getting a uh, horse whip by my youngest daughter, Adeline, and PE class, and then uh, you know, we have been doing a lot of puzzles, a lot of board games. Um, we haven't really done much in terms of like watching like a series of movies or a genre of movies. Uh, I will admit that I started uh, Friday Night Lights back up thanks to Hulu. Hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm like, I've got like a backlog of like TV series. And then, uh, then I'm watching, but uh, uh, mostly just the games. And then just again, being out outside and, and uh, trying to be outside. As- oh,
0: you're muted. Zoom. Hey, he's back.
2: Right.
1: Peace. I'm on mute again. Am I good now? You're
0: All good, right, you're good now.
1: Anyway, <laughs> we're outside and uh, and we're playing board games. That's that's what's keeping us sane.
0: How'd the painting project turn out? You know, that's another thing that we're doing
1: painting and cleaning. Uh, I'm not a good painter. Uh, I don't <laughs> have the attention to detail that uh, professional painters uh, need to have. So uh, it's good. It's fine. We went with uh, some eclectic colors, we'll just say that, in the kid's rooms. room.
0: Absolutely. All right.
1: Yeah. What about, what about you, country?
0: Well, I, I've been working a lot because uh, finally somebody said I was a central. This never happened in my life. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I need to keep going. But, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, the wife's working from home. Ellie is home. So, God bless Paige because... That's been a stress, having Ellie, keeping – it's easy to work with a two-year-old running around, I mean, all the time, right? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, we were just talking off screen today. We were supposed to be – kid has baseball, supposed to be in Lyle. Well, on the way to Lyle is a drive-through safari that we were going to take the kids. Spoiler alert, kids are going to a safari. Uh, But then that reminded me what got us through is that fun little show that everybody's gone crazy. Tiger Kings carried us for a couple nights. Of watching tv which uh, my description is it's something that's so dumb and stupid that i couldn't turn it off
2: i second that would would you would
1: second that see i haven't watched it i think i'm the only one in america that hasn't watched it but
0: did carol kill her husband
2: sammy uh uh uh, i probably probably Uh i'm just gonna say (laughs) yes Problems,
0: Joe Dirt or whatever his name is. He's still in jail, I think. So I heard he was going to get pardoned.
2: Even just after some of his videos. I don't know how that guy wasn't arrested a long time ago.
0: Yeah. But it kept us entertained. But no, we've been doing that. We've been like you guys, Disney Plus. Ellie's been getting caught up on some introducing her to cartoons. and It's been kind of, I don't know. It's been weird, man. Like literally the first time in my life since pre-T-ball that I haven't been doing baseball on the weekends. it's it's weird so yeah
1: is it is it are you uh is it like a constant state of like trying to accept it uh i mean i'm not trying to be all armchair psychiatrist here but
0: i need it so that's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah do you find yourself i mean maybe we're plugging the other the fungo banter podcast here but talking with other coaches has that helped or is that uh hurt things
0: it is 100% and, helped because okay. we record once during the week and once on the weekend and it yeah cuz like usually weekends I'm thinking and I've and don't get me wrong I'm excited to get to spend more time with my wife and my my daughter on the weekends but there's still the void of baseball and uh but yes having uh having other coaches to talk and kind of I don't know it's gotten me through this and the fact that I can uh, try to learn and become a better coach try to come become better on the other side. And yeah, it's, it's definitely helped the process of uh, there's been, there's some random days you feel and especially like on days I've talked to the team and I've talked to the seniors and you almost go into a state of, I don't know, say sadness or depression right after that. Right? Cause you're like, shoot, I wish I could be out there with those kids every day. So yeah, it's helped. It's definitely helped.
2: Yeah. I would assume it help because it's easy, especially in quarantine to, uh, you know, think outside of yourself. And you know, but you know, with you talking to the kids, it'd be really easy to get into the why me, why this happened to me, blah blah blah, you know, so on and so forth, and to get other people, right, you know, other makes you feel okay. I'm not not just me. It's you know, other people have their going through something very similar to what I'm doing.
0: Right. Well, and I it really hit me. I think I got over the poor me stage of things a couple weeks ago when on a Sunday I got a random FaceTime call from an old buddy who was that he was a Yakima Beetle who we hated we didn't hate each other but we didn't get along for years and it turns out we were roommates after we played together at Central Alex Milden <laughs> and his random FaceTime just to chat and I was like man I haven't done that with people since college
1: yeah
0: and I've I've tried to use that time to catch up with somebody it, whether it's once a day or every other day and get back to the times of when I used to call people before my friends all got married and had kids it's
2: kind of nice right. actually yeah everyone's at home so you know
0: they're gonna pick up oh yeah everybody's willing to talk they're not like trying to get off the phone eric okay <laughs> talk to you anymore
2: <laughs>
0: it's perfect for tractor driving because the windshield time gets old <laughs> exactly so that leads us into uh uh not necessarily our would you rather segment but what's the funniest video you've seen lately on youtube facebook that's kept you entertained
2: my family my at least my my wife and my daughter and i've seen it it's pretty good i think my son as well as the the dinosaur dad have you seen those videos oh, oh it's great um, yeah basically it's just dad that he's randomly acts like a dinosaur the kids got him to uh just do it in certain times that makes the mom real uncomfortable and upset. So. <laughs> 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 like birthday there was a birthday cake and they said oh with dinosaur dad is it dinosaur dad i can't remember what's the name dinosaurus. She's like, oh. is a, d- dinosaurus like this and he goes and just starts, <laughs> like face first into the cake and the mom's like what the hell is going on <laughs> so that's been the big hit at, at my house uh video wise dinosaurus that's what it is. check it out
0: the one i i watched last night was the dad that did a trick shot. One day for every day of quarantine on the kids' little basketball hoop, and it started off with a. And he's like, "Dude, by day thirty, whatever it was, he got pretty creative." But I think the funniest one was day twenty. It was like the late twentieth, and he's all does it and misses, and everybody's like, oh. <laughs> "He missed one." <100. laughs> and then the one I haven't seen yet, but I heard it from another podcast, was when the <clears throat> there's one dog chewing on a bone, and there's another dog looking at the dog, and a British sportscaster was narrating it like a play-by-play.
1: Play. <laughs> I'm excited to look that up tonight. <laughs> I don't uh, you know, I don't have any like social media oriented videos that like that I watch that have gone viral, but I will say my link to this question would be or my answer to this question would be uh, is it TikTok where everybody dances or something like that and there's so my my daughters will Delaney and Adeline will watch TikTok videos, and they'll they'll just randomly start dancing <laughs> to a TikTok video. And you don't even need they don't even need music because they can figure out what video they're dancing to. So um, that's that's really it. The only other videos that I can think that I've watched aren't aren't uh, like social media oriented videos. They're more like pulling up old highlights or. Whether it's rodeo or basketball or football or baseball or something. Um so nothing. But I, I will pull up the dinosaur one and I'll pull up the trick shot one.
0: So going down that wormhole of videos to watch, uh what night was it? It was the Kirk Gibson home run for the Dodgers it got replayed on ESPN yeah. that night. And it was funny because I texted someone and they're like, Hey, watch this. And it was uh the coach for the Orioles back in the Earl Weaver. There's a there's a wormhole of YouTube of Earl Weaver getting tossed, and it's funny. And I can't repeat fantastic. the words he said. It's
2: fantastic.
0: Oh my goodness! Then when he told the umpire, "You're only here for one reason, and that's the blank us." <laughs> 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 and then they got into the argument of who was going to go into the Hall of Fame for which reason, and it was phenomenal.
1: <laughs> I actually, you mentioned the Kurt Gibson home run. I remember watching that on TV. Really? That's how. If Luke was here, that's he when he would chime in and say...
0: Well, does Luke even know uh, who Kirk Gibson is? What's that? Does Luke even know who that is or that situation? He, he's he, too young.
2: He's got to know, right? He's too that's young. He's, he's got to know. Yeah. He's
1: got to
0: know. We'll tweet him. That was like I put 20 on I think? Huh? Isn't that
1: 1988?
0: The year I was born. <laughs> but he wasn't born. That's and, right. Uh, he knows. He's got to. Did you know yeah. that he wasn't even dressed up? Not to go on another tangent, but what's quarantine? What else are people doing? Um I heard today that he was in the locker room in regular clothes and had the TV on and heard the the announcer say something about he wasn't able to play because he was hurt and it pissed him off and he put his uniform on and went out and told the coach, give me an at bat tonight. Yeah. I
2: I heard that I see a couple of documentaries about that that he was, you know, just was like, forget that. I'm doing it. Like right? it's pretty awesome.
1: I didn't know that. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I guess the other one thing. Go
0: ahead.
2: Oh, go ahead. No, nope. You go, Eric. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say that the other thing that's getting me through my baseball fix, and I told you guys off the recording, is the I'm really I got I've added more podcasts to listen to on here. There's a Drew Bledsoe one for you Cougar fans out there. It's, it's entertaining. It has zero to do with football, but uh, the ESPN Baseball Tonight podcast has been recording or doing. Uh, major league baseball players from the biggest moments in MLB history. And then they went through hall of famer week and then they're on general manager week. And there's a pretty good story. I told you guys on there about the the guy that stole the bat and climbed through the rafters of the stadium to, to yeah, steal the cork yeah. bat. So check that out. We're, we're falling apart in here, but, uh, but no, that's, that's another thing that's been getting me through is listening to that and Buster only's uh, podcast.
1: You know, if we're going to be talking about baseball, and you talk about like, you know, I've been cleaning up our house and simplifying things and redoing things in our house. So I found some old photos in the attic from my, uh, from my daily record time when I was a sports editor for the newspaper. And I was actually able to go to the 2001 all-star game at, uh, at Safeco um, when it was called Safeco, I guess now. And that was an amazing experience. You know, we talk about, Gibson and and uh, Oral Weaver and stuff like that. Uh, the thing I remember about that, uh, well, many, many things, but that was Cal Ripken's last year. I don't, I don't know if it was his last year playing, but I think that was, was his, his last, last year playing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he made it as an all-star as a third baseman, and A-Rod was the all-star shortstop, or at least starting. And I, I can still remember watching it where A-Rod forced or, you know, he didn't have to force much, but he made he, may, he uh, had uh, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. play short because that was his right his his usual position. And then I remember up to bat, uh, I think it was the bottom of the first. Well, it was it was the bottom of the inning because uh, the American League were were hosting, um, and I can't remember who the pitcher was, but just. Served up a fastball right on a silver platter, and Cal Ripken Jr. just launched it, and the the entire crowd went absolutely nuts because everybody knew the significance of Cal Ripken Jr. hitting a home run on uh, on his last All Star game. And there's absolutely there's no cheering in the press box, but on that night or on that day, because it was an afternoon start, or maybe it was an afternoon start, but it was it was so sunny because it was July. The press box was just—it just exploded because it didn't matter if you were press or not. You had to cheer that. And I'd always like to know if he knew it was coming, um, or you know, I, I'm sure I'd like to think that the pitcher gave him something that was good enough to swing at. You know, but I mean, he launched it and it was gone. There was no, uh, there was no uh, guessing if it was going to go out or not. And then, um. Yeah, that was that was that was fun. I mean, watching the All Star game. That was the old one season where they won 116 games. And um, anyway, I found those I found those pictures that I had taken. Uh, most of them are blurry and not worth printing out. But this is, of course, before digital stuff, and it's just really cool. And just a little differences of baseball field, field now compared to. T-Mobile or Safeco Field then compared to T-Mobile and stuff like that, just in terms of, uh, you know, the uh, scoreboard's totally different now. And uh, So anyway, random story of like the random stuff that I see as I'm cleaning out my attic was pictures from the 01 All-Star game. Do we, we have
0: time for one more story from John? Sam, are you good for one more John story?
2: I'm always good for okay. my time story.
0: And maybe you can't tell about talk about this, but talk about the playoff game that you thought you were going to jail. Can you tell us that story?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I can Jared. I I can because if anybody ever wants to truly verify it, I'll just be like, oh, I'm just joking. I'm just lying. So this is uh this is that year. And uh details are a little bit sketchy, but I did we play the, I think we played the White Sox in the divisional series, right? Correct. So I remember, um, so I got press passes to the entire series. And I mean, what else am I going to do except go watch playoff baseball. And we, um, I say we, I got, I got a press pass for me and then a, a photo pass for my photographer. And I, accidentally uh gave my brother the photo pass and uh (laughs) 2001 statute of limitations is over you're good Uh, so uh i mean it's it's that year was incredible just i mean the whole year was a buzz i mean you could just feel it and uh so we go and i was just like man you just got to be cool Act like you are supposed to be here, which he didn't. <laughs> and uh, so, um, toward the end of the game, I wanted to be on the field for the the end. And so, we went down to the photo pit, and there's a couple of photo pits there. Um, and the photo pit that we were there, we were in, it was closer to home, play, home plate than than the the dugouts. And so. But I wanted to be there when we got the final out or when we won. And so I remember, if I remember correctly, and again, details are kind of sketchy, but I remember somebody hitting a liner uh, past first base and Frank Thomas, the big hurt. I mean, he was a huge, huge guy. I mean, that guy was ginormous, huge guy, and he couldn't get it. And I, if I remember correctly, that was what sealed it. We were in the bottom of the ninth and that sealed it. I could be wrong. But I just remember when the game was over, just everybody's running onto the field, like all the players and all the media just running onto the field, including my brother, who I mean, at that point, it didn't matter. Uh, I mean, it was it was it was pandemonium. People just going crazy. Uh, my brother. Oh, my gosh. My brother. My uh, got in front of Vitro, shook his hand and everything like that. And, uh, and he always jokingly says that he bridged an international gap there. And I remember <laughs> seeing it, I was like, oh my God, we're gonna, we're gonna go to jail. I'm gonna get in trouble. But the worst part was, and my brother's a big dude. He's he's uh, at the time I mean he's six five and his shoulders are like seven feet wide. I mean he's a big <laughs> dude and uh, he basically jumped on Lupinella's back and kind of bear hugged him. And I really, for a split second, I really got scared because I was like, oh, my God, because there's cops all over the place, too, you know, trying to protect the field. And it's not working. And uh, I can still remember Lou Pinella looking over his left shoulder at my brother, who quickly let him go. But he was just so excited. And uh, I really I swear I thought I was like, you know what? I made peace with my sp- with myself over like a split second. of We're going to go to jail but I'm going to get a hell of a story out of it. And, uh, and I did. And, and, uh, and it was just, it was, uh, it was, it was so much fun and that was such a fun season and I didn't go to jail, but I had a great time. And, and, uh, oh, man, I think that was the same year that I had lunch with Dave Niehaus in the, in the press, uh, in the press dining area. And he was wearing a, this is not at the same game, but he was wearing a, what is it? A, a seersucker suit? Is that the right term or whatever? And, hmm. and that only he could pull off. And obviously, yeah. And I made sure to introduce myself. He had no idea who I was, but I, I still remember. That was just a that was a fun year. But uh, capped off by uh, my brother uh, risking uh, life and limb to to give Pinella a bear hug. That I don't know if Pinella remembered it, but man, for a split second, I was thinking, oh. This is not going to end well, (laughs) but it did, it did.
0: Uh, I already told me that story the first time. It just made my day. How cool.
1: Yeah. And he really, if you ask him, he'll, he'll flat out with a straight face saying he bridged an international gap with Ichiro. And when he first, I mean, that makes it even funnier because I think he really believes that. (laughs) So, so anyway, yeah, that was a, that was a fun game. I can still remember it kind of like it was yesterday. Really fun.
0: Oh, that's too cool.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: you guys got anything else before we wrap up episode? What episode is it? We didn't even do a player. We
2: never
1: even even did a player. Is it 30? No, is it?
2: did 29 or 30, I thought I remember saying David Justice at 29, and I kind of got shunned. So I think it's 30. (laughs) David Justice.
1: (laughs) Oh. Well, 30 would be uh, King Griffey Sr., Yep. I believe. Let's
2: go with senior. Speaking of Mariners, right now, when you guys get off of this, they're replaying game five of the 95 ALDS against the Yankees on ESPN. I oh,
1: my goodness. Right now.
0: I'll be watching it. Yeah. I'm going to go turn it on before I have to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, maybe we can do this again next week.
1: Yeah, good I'm idea just, to get this back
0: on. I'm pumped. I, I needed this in my life. I did too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let's do, we'll do next week. We'll do some storytelling episodes. I'm not That's good. good. We'll think of some good stories and maybe Luke will make time for us. <laughs> no. Maybe. Uh, so, you know, check us out on the Facebook at, oh, <laughs> I started uh, my phone on accident. Um, on Facebook at kid us Valley sports talk. We are also on Twitter at KV sports talk. Get on there. I think we need to start doing some polls. We're going to do some fun things on Twitter here soon for the KB Sports Talk. So, start. Let's get some followers out there and give us a follow. We're on Apple, iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the above. Get on there, rate and review. Let us know how good we're, how great we're doing. So, if we're doing bad, say it too. We can hear it. We'll take it. So, uh, until next time, uh, take care of one another. We'll be back with another episode of KS Valley Sports Talk.